TVP's announcements. This is a series that we have on our network where we give you announcements about upcoming projects and platforms that are entering the crypto ecosystem. Now, this is a disclaimer because we do that now. So, here's the thing this is the presentation of a platform, and that's it. This is an investment advice. Don't take it as investment advice. If you like the platform, seek it out in the show notes. Go there, buy the things, invest in the platform. Help them out with your skill sets. But we're not giving you any recommendations or advice. This is just for you to listen to and soak up some new information about a new platform in this ecosystem. So, please enjoy. Hey everybody, it's O's number two of the Bitcoin podcast with another uh, Bitcoin podcast announcement. And today we're joined with a project by the co-founder of the project, actually. And this project is called CoinFi. So um, if you've been listening to our announcement series, uh, you've probably heard lots of exciting projects. And this is uh, another and we're proud to bring it to you. So Tim, why don't you go ahead and take take a minute and kind of we always like to know, you know, how did you fall into the cryptocurrency space? Because it's a very big space and there's a lot of people in it now. And I always think that the origin stories are unique. So give us a little bit about your background, maybe professional, maybe personal. And then that moment where you thought to yourself, like, ah, cryptocurrency is going to be the thing. And I want to get involved in the space. Sure. Thanks, Dee. So I've always been interested in trading. So, you know, my professional career, I started at Goldman Sachs as an analyst, and then I worked as a trader for a couple of different large hedge funds in Asia. So that's really my background in finance. And I stumbled onto Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies last year, and I was trading it pretty actively. And when I started trading it, I mean, the whole genesis of how CoinFi really started is when I started trading my own money in cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin, I noticed that there were a lot of what I would call 101 trading tools that we use in hedge funds that just didn't exist at all in the cryptocurrency space. So very simple things like looking at volume detection, managing risk, um, trading signals, algorithms, you know, even finding relevant news in a particular coin. For example, if an altcoin is moving, you know, I used to have to dig through Reddit, Telegram, and, you know, look at Twitter messages to find out what's exactly causing the coin to move. So I started working with um, an engineer who's actually my co-founder, Han, to actually develop a lot of these simple tools that I used to use um, when I was trading in a hedge fund. So um, that's what how CoinFi really started. Um, we build a lot of these tools for myself 
um, individually to use. And, you know, we started building a community and people found it quite interesting and useful um, to help them with their trading, to help them make better and smarter trading decisions. So, you know, a couple of interesting examples on, you know, yesterday, I think we're recording today on the uh, 7th of December, but it's a crazy day in the markets um, yesterday where Bitcoin's up 30%. And if you look with that kind of volatility, there's a lot of interesting trading opportunities that trading signals can tell you about. For example, when the markets are that volatile, you'll find that, um, and we had a signal come in where on GDAX, the US exchange, Bitcoin is trading at a 10% more expensive price than on another US exchange, Gemini. So a very simple, what we call arbitrage trade that people should be doing is they should just be selling their Bitcoin on GDAX and buying it back immediately in Gemini, just adding 10% to your Bitcoin holdings. So those are the kind of signals that we're developing and we're kind of excited to bring it to the uh, cryptocurrency community. So it kind of sounds like um, you are, are trying to fill a void for consumers in the cryptocurrency space uh what i mean by that is you know a lot of consumers uh think that they're traders or try to trade but can't necessarily take advantage of some of the things as quickly and as hastily uh as someone like yourself who has the experience and so am i right or wrong on that on trying to give them an opportunity to see some of these kind of more advanced trading techniques yeah i think even very simple um I wouldn't say simple, but um, I guess habits that I was trained at at my workplaces. Um, so I'll give you a concrete example of that. It's providing a uh, tool set um, that helps people who are buying and selling altcoins or bitcoins, no matter what it is, to basically help them save money and get a better price on the trades that they're doing. So a very simple example is that example I gave earlier where Everyone knows Bitcoin trades at different prices on different exchanges, but no tool out there exists which tells you which exchange you should be buying your Bitcoin on to give you your cheapest price because that changes all the time. But that's something that we're developing um, that will scan all the different exchanges and basically give you the best price to execute on. And, you know, even though it may not sound like much, if you're saving 2 or 3%, if you're doing multiple trades a day, it adds up very, very quickly. So that's an example of a tool that is quite common in the institutional finance space that doesn't currently exist for crypto in the crypto space that we're, we're trying to bring to the uh, crypto traders. Mm. So would this benefit somebody who, uh, like myself, who throws out a trade every once in a while, or would it benefit more someone who is like, you know what, I'm tired of working at Chipotle. I, I'm going full time trading. I'm trading 100% of the time. Would, you know, who does this stand to benefit the most? Yeah, I think that's a great question. Um, it actually benefits both because whether you're a hodler and you're holding Bitcoin for the long term or you're actively trading, at the end of the day, when you're buying something, whether it's a Bitcoin, um, whether it's a stock, you know, whether you're even buying something, I'm using an extreme example, you know, buying something online, you want to buy it at the best, cheapest possible price. So if you can log into a tool which encapsulates and summarizes and you don't have to worry about the detail and it solves that problem for you, that's value add to you, even though you may only be buying Bitcoin now and then. Now, if you're actively trading it, 
that is actually even more important because your transaction cost actually adds up very quickly when you're actively trading. For example, you know, if you're buying and selling and trying to make 10% on your trade, if each of your trades, you know, you're paying an additional 2% because you're buying it on the wrong exchange, those things add up. So that's one example of a algorithm that we're, that we're uh, developing at CoinFi where you can get the best uh, price possible when you're trying to buy a Bitcoin or any other altcoin. So the at, at CoinFi, are you just trading Bitcoin against the USD or are you trading Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ether? Are you, do you have a whole suite of tokens that you trade? Yeah, so myself, I've traded a whole whole bunch of tokens, but the CoinFi platform is really a, a suite of tools that allow you to trade across the universe. So mm -hmm. we have a lot of content um, that I've demonstrated, some of the trades we've done and some of the signals that the prototype at CoinFi, um, sorry, the prototype um, at CoinFi and what it actually does. So if you go to blog.coinfi.com, we have a whole series of videos showcasing the different feature sets of CoinFi. So you're actively trading. A big problem a lot of the time people have is they don't know when an altcoin is pumping and they have to basically log in. And if they're lucky, they're watching Bittrex or Binance and they notice a coin is moving. But you know, from an institutional training point of view, there's some signals that we can use to detect that movement. So if suddenly there's a rapid acceleration in price change or there's a rapid acceleration in volume, you know, we have alerts going off and then they send to us internally. And a lot of the time with trading, it's just having a system that will alert you to tell you what is the relevant um, coins in the market that are moving. And it looks like there's an acceleration in volume. That's usually a strong buy signal. So um, one of the videos we showcase um, is where we have downloaded um, and imported all the data live for coins into our CoinFi um, platform. And we're running quantitative models on it to detect volume acceleration and when that acceleration happens we found that there's strong correlation usually with an upwards movement in price so that's another trading signal that people get can get access to if they sign up to our platform they can get notified of volume alerts yeah i see that i think it's the abnormal volume detection signal is that what you're talking talking to that's right that's right that's right so it's signals like that and there's a whole suite of other signals that will be uh, that we'll be developing that help traders identify trading opportunities. So how did you guys define abnormal or is that your secret sauce? Well, it's a little bit of a secret sauce, but you know, it's very, <laughs> uh, it's financial modeling where you're downloading the data, you're looking at um, abnormal acceleration changes in volume. So we run it through a couple of different triggers. So the secret sauce really is looking at the coins, doing a back test and finding out what is the particular trigger level and then massaging that and doing back tests to see the consistency and accuracy of that particular trigger level. And, you know, over time we get very sophisticated where if you think about it, if people are really interested in a coin and it's pumping, you notice a sudden change in social activity. So IOTA has gone crazy. And if, you know, we download a lot of social data as well, you can typically see a trend um, increase um, on the, on, in social activity when a coin is really pumping. So the whole thing with trading is collating all this data, looking at volume, looking at social signals, looking at price acceleration, all these things paint a story. And if you're a um, trader yourself and who actively trades, 
you'll find giving these data inputs into you will definitely help you with your trading and help you make money. And that's really the goal of CoinFi is we want to arm normal traders with a lot of these quantitative tools that I've been using for many years in, in my own trading career. So one, it sounds like you're offering a lot of tools to the trader, to people that would love to trade. And, and, and so I do know that you're doing an ICO and there is a token launch coming. So could you tell us a little bit about the token? Is it, you know, we always like to get this out of the way. Is it utility? Is it security? Is it, how does someone use it? And if I'm holding some of your token, uh, how does it benefit me? You know, can we describe some of that and, and how you built out your, your tokenization? Sure. So CoinFi is a utility token. So the way it works is in order to get access to, I've really talked about the trading signals. I haven't talked about the algorithms or the market research yet, but the CoinFi platform itself is a platform that allows you to access these trading signals, but also curated and relevant market moving news. So Right now, you know, when I was, when I'm trading, you got to dig through Telegram, you got to dig through Reddit to get all the news. So, um, the way the utility token works is the platform itself, in order to get, to get access to it, you need to stake your CoinFi token. Then you'll get access to the signals and you'll get sent relevant market moving news on your coin portfolio that you have uploaded into CoinFi. And you'll get access to what we call best execution trading algorithms as well. So the example I gave earlier um, in, in our chat where you can buy uh, cheaper Bitcoin on one exchange versus another, you know, accessing those tools, you need to stake the, uh, the CoinFi token. So that's the utility function of the token. Okay. How do people get a hold of it? Um, well, we are doing an ICO, so we are starting our pre-sale on December 15, and we're going to be running to the end of February. So if people want access to it, um, the first thing I'll do, I'll, I'd encourage is they look at the product and see if it's something they're interested in, join our Telegram channel. I'm on there personally, so people can ask me messages or my co-founder, because we're really trying to drive it based on community development as well. So I've got a whole bunch of ideas on trading algorithms and signals. The volume one is actually one that we put out and we got strong feedback from our community. And so we've, you know, rapidly developed that one first. So if people want access, go to blog.coinfi.com to have a look at our prototype and what we're actually doing. And if they're interested and want to participate in the ICO and like our product, they should go to sale, S-A-L-E dot coinfi, C-O-I-N-F-I.com. And they can have a look at the ICO uh, terms and sign up for our whitelist. Good deal, good deal. This is ERC-20, right? I don't know if you mentioned that, but I'm sure it is. Yeah, it's ERC-20, that's right. Good deal. So uh, tell me a little bit about like your views of the blockchain space. And I don't know if you got in like way, way back in the day, but where it is right now, how do you how do you feel about like the general direction? Do you feel that you know there's longevity? What about you know the regulatory landscape as well? Yeah, no, I think th those are all great questions. So in terms of the technology, I'll let my uh, co-founder Han, you know, if you ever joined the podcast, uh, did an interview with him at a later point to answer on that. He knows the technology, um, you know, anyone I know who's been involved in Bitcoin from its very early stages. Myself being the financial co-founder, my expertise is more on the pricing of Bitcoin, how to trade it, valuation and those things. So I'll comment on that and the regulatory, which I know from my financial background as well. Look, you know, Bitcoin has gone from 1,000 to 
17, 18,000 as of yesterday in mm -hmm. one year, right? And we're not even closing the end of the year. So look, is Bitcoin a bubble? You know, something goes up 1700% that fast. I do feel strongly that you will see an aggressive cor short-term correction at some point. However, what I do know is if you look at the media coverage, you look at all these signs, CMEs listing futures, you're getting institutional interest, people with real money, they're managing, you know, hundreds and billions of dollars. They're looking at cryptocurrency and specifically Bitcoin as an alternative asset class. And that's been driving the price up quite a lot because you're getting this anticipation of institutional money flowing into the market. So I do feel long term with, you know, acceptance by, um, the traditional finance uh, people with the money that view it as an alternative asset class and they're starting to deploy that money to work, that there's going to be long-term demand um, for Bitcoin. On the regulatory space, um, it is very new. Um, the, the SEC has been strict in shutting down fraudulent um, ICOs. So, you know, there's been a recent case of that, which I think is a good thing. It's going to clean out all the... Uh, you know, not legit players in the space. But what is interesting, I think, versus um, traditional regulation, and I think the regulators, I mean, they're traditionally obviously slow to move, but I think they also don't want to regulate too aggressively in this space because they know if SEC does it, all the capital and the exchanges will just move to another country. I mean, you saw that with China. They shut down the exchanges. They shut down ICOs, all the capital's gone and they've gone to another country. The Bitcoin trading volume and the cryptocurrency trading volume has only gone up. It's, you know, has not dented the market at all, except for that short-term correction. Nice. I like your, your short little touch point analysis there. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not far from accurate. I mean, it's, um, it's been, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, what are thoughts? your thoughts on you know, Bitcoin valuation, regulation? You know, what are your views for 2018? Um, mine personally, I don't know. I did see an interesting quote today that said, you know, Bitcoin's not in a bubble. It could be the pin. Could be the pin that pops the bubble. I don't know. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, you know, I've been in Bitcoin and cryptocurrency for a long time. I, I really believe in the in some of the core initiatives of cryptocurrency which is a little bit more democratization uh, a little bit more separating my money from the state you know a little bit and more of those things i think that um what's funny and people still don't believe me is that things are just getting started and um you know if, if people think the price the valuations are weird now i mean in order to bitcoin to fulfill the value propositions that it started with, uh, the purchasing power has got to be pretty monumental. And, mm. you know, people, either, either you get comfortable with that and you move on or you're always uncomfortable with it and you still have to use it because everyone's using it for commerce. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those things. It's like, you know, the, the, I think the, the translation from everybody valuing Bitcoin in dollars and everybody valuing things in Bitcoin is going to be awkward for most, but it's a given if you kind of believe in the technology. So um, yeah. I see the I price. Do, you know, my personal belief, my per I think it's really like Internet 2.0 again. I mean, the big difference is, you know, the Internet brought, um, you know, communication around the world to the masses in the 90s and, you know, early 2000s. And I really feel that not Bitcoin, but blockchain specifically and the decentralization, the fact that you don't need a uh, third party to control and regulate transactions. I 
I think that is revolutionary. But I do also feel, this is my personal opinion, I may be completely wrong, but, you know, that is fundamentally there and blockchain is here to stay, you know, for the next 30, 40 years until there's a new technology that sweeps along. But pricing and valuation, people do get swept up with the euphoria and there will be peaks and troughs. But I do agree with you, we're very early. Like if we map it to the internet in the 90s, you know, we're probably looking at 92, 93 and, you know, there'll be massive booms and there'll be short-term corrections, but I do feel we're, we're very early. Yeah, I mean, we haven't even gotten to a point where the average person can look at a Bitcoin address and know it's a Bitcoin address instead of looking at a random string of alphanumeric characters, you know. Exactly. You know, there's not that many people in the population that know that, oh, if it starts with a one, it's a Bitcoin address. If it starts with the yeah. OX, it's most likely an Ethereum address. People don't yeah. people don't know those things and they don't want to know. But yeah. I think it's to a point where it's like, hey, send me your send me your money link. Or people start saying things like that out of the blue instead of, you know, th- that's how you know that things are different. Yeah, so, totally. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the when it comes to the USD ratio, I think the the price is going to scare people about how frequently large it gets. But yeah. it kind of mandates that price if it needs if it fulfills its value proposition, it mandates a very very extremely high USD value. So Exactly. Um, and look, I mean the price is showing that, right? To get to 10,000 it took what 2000 and you're looking at right roughly uh Eight to nine years, and from ten thousand to seventeen, eighteen—you know, less than a week, it's been right? Two weeks. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I sent out a tweet before we got to ten thousand. I said, "Hey, you know, one thousand to ten thousand seems like it took a long time. Wait, ten thousand to one hundred thousand is gonna seem even crazier. I mean, it's yeah. gonna start yeah. moving in orders of magnitude. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. That's my that's my two bits." Um, yep. Usually, announcements episodes don't end with me ranting about what I think the future is <laughs> going to look like. So, thank you for twisting that on me, Tim. I appreciate it. No problems. No problem. It's always good to get. I think you know, in my experience, you know, uh, not only a coin fire but also finance is. It's always good to get you know to query lots of people's different opinions because I think no one at the end of the day can predict the future. The more well informed we all are, and the more diversity of opinions we all get, it just helps us individually make better decisions. I think, you know, I love hearing my finance friends say Bitcoin's a bubble and I love hearing my technologist friends that say, you know, 100,000, it's, it's going to come much faster than we think. And I definitely form in the uh, latter part of the uh, latter part of the group where I, I do feel it's very, very early at the moment. Yeah, it is. So is there anything that I should have asked you that I didn't get a chance to? Um, I think, you know, we covered a lot of things uh, in CoinFine in terms of uh, how, you know, we're providing the research to trading signals and algorithms. Um, the ICO itself starts on December 15. Um, we're doing one small pre-sale for 1.6 million and the people that come into that pre-sale first, we're already seeing a lot of demand. We have some private investors as well. We are expecting that to fill, but the people who are able to participate in that pre-sale, um, they get an additional 20% bonus. Um, based on uh, the amount uh, that they uh, contribute. So that's for pre-sale number one, 20% bonus. Good deal. Well, um, you guys, if you were listening and you're interested, go to sale.coinfi.com uh, and there is a litany of information. 
uh, information about the prototype and what kind of products that offer team their team their roadmap um you can participate excuse me you can participate in the uh token sale from there as well um and tim i would thank you for stopping by for an episode of the of announcements thank you dn i think one last thing i'll mention is when um, the users that they're interested. I'm always love to get feedback from people who've looked at our products. So if they want to reach out to me personally, easiest way is sign up, um, join the whitelist. There'll be a link to join Telegram. And then if they jump in Telegram, I make sure I allocate a login personally to answer questions um, to, to our community. So they can tag me there and then I'll typically respond within 24, 48 hours. Well, Tim, uh, thanks for stopping by and thank you for mentioning that because, you know, Telegram is obviously a huge way to get involved in the projects in this space. So, uh, listeners, if you're interested, visit CoinFi's Telegram, talk with Tim himself. Maybe he'll teach you a thing or two about trading. So, I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, oh. uh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs>